Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. I always like to kick things off with something super interesting. Let's talk about Mark Zuckerberg. Yes, he's a cowboy now, right? What's happening there? On his 1,500-acre ranch on the island of Kauai in Hawaii, he said he's going to be producing some of the highest quality beef in the world. His cattle are Wagyu and Angus, and he's feeding his cows macadamia nut meal. After all, he's in Hawaii and beer. <laughs> There's the diet of champions. Uh, he says each cow eats 5,000 to 10,000 pounds of food a year. And the cows are getting the beer for what reason? To stimulate their appetite. And in other Mark Zuckerberg news, this is not a joke. On this 1,500-acre ranch on Kauai, he actually is building a 5,000-square-foot underground bunker, 5,000 square feet under the ground, just in case. Hmm, I wonder what he knows that the rest of us don't know. I mean, I have emergency food, I have emergency water, I have guns and cash and gold, but I don't have a 5,000-square-foot bunker underground. Hmm, I wonder how much that's going to cost. But speaking of Mark Zuckerberg, a boy walks up to Mark Zuckerberg and says to him, my daddy says that you're stealing our information and you're selling it all. That's be how you became a billionaire. And Mark Zuckerberg looks down at the little boy and says to him, I have news for you. He's not your dad. Oh, isn't that a good one? And on that happy note, you're about ready to get more tech smarts because every single thing is now a tech thing. And to those of you joining us for the first time, a huge welcome to you. We're thrilled to have you with us. And to our loyal listeners and viewers, a welcome back. You look amazing. I'm, of course, Kim Commando, America's digital goddess here with you. It's the biggest show. It's the most trusted show about all things digital. And you can find my award-winning show on over 425 top stations throughout the United States. And you can also find the Kim Commando Show as a podcast on Spotify and Apple. Just search for my last name, Commando. And you can support everything that we do and become a Commando community member. Uh, you can watch us do the show. You get answers to your tech questions. We're going to start holding some online classes this year. And you also get the podcast commercial free. That's pretty sweet. Now you get a free 30-day trial right now over at Commando.com. And a big hello and salute goes out to all of our listeners on the American Forces Network Radio, reaching over 375,000 U.S. service members in 175 different countries and 200 ships at sea. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And let me tell you, there are two things I need from you. Uh, number one, the best way for us to grow our show and podcast is for you to tell just one person about it. And number two, I love to get your feedback. Head over to commando.com and hit that link that says email Kim. All right, just for you, I check out at least 35 different websites every single day. And here are the top five things you need to know that's happening about tech right now. 
All right. The SEC had a big decision to make this past week to approve or not approve the Bitcoin exchange traded funds or ETFs. Here's what this means. If it's approved, you can open up your Vanguard, your Fidelity, whatever you use, and buy some Bitcoin. So this is a really big deal. So the crypto world's been waiting on this decision for a lot of years. So when the SEC appeared to announce its approval of the funds on the X platform, crypto folks got super happy about this and Bitcoin prices was surged way up. But there was one problem. It wasn't true. It was a fake out. Turns out, you're not going to believe this, the SEC didn't have two-factor authentication turned on their X account. So someone broke into the account. They made this tweet. Oh, my gosh. Even had a quote from uh, Gary Gessler that the ETF was totally approved. Well, Gary Gessler uh, then posted a few minutes later from his personal account that the tweet was fake. The value dropped right back down, lower than it was before. Oopsies. Can you believe the SEC did not have two-factor authentication turned on their account? They weren't paying eight bucks a month for it. Now, about a year ago, the SEC actually put a tweet out that said, the only place where you can trust information from us is on our X account. Mm. Turn on two-factor authentication, folks, okay? All right, number two, the pros are ditching their fitness trackers. What? Just a few years ago, all these wrist-worn fitness trackers were the biggest holiday gifts ever because, after all, it was a New Year's resolution. You can measure the number of steps you take every day. You track your heart rate. It's a big deal for runners and swimmers and bicyclists. But now, not too many people like these devices. Why? Because they work too well. From pros to average people like me getting exercise, uh, these fitness devices have become addictive. So instead of joining the moment, a lot of us realize that we're getting addicted to the data. So that walk, that run, or that swim is no longer fun. It's a chore. You're reading the data. You're comparing your progress. And then you pick up the next day. You try to outdo the day before. So if you're no longer enjoying your daily exercise, take a break from the tracking. All right, coming in at number three is we're going to talk about Jeff Bezos and Google. What's going on? Now, for so many years, I predicted that someday, somehow, someone is going to create this search website that's going to just outdo Google. And some say it's already happened already with ChatGPT. But I have to tell you about this small AI search website, 40 employees operating out of like a small shared workspace in San Francisco, kind of like the early days of Google. It's called Perplexity AI. It started up two years ago, but the owners kept a low profile, only has 10 million users a month. But as of January 1st, it also has the backing of Jeff Bezos and a whole bunch of other folks. They invested $74 million. Now, I tested it with questions that ChatGPT got wrong, and perplexity is spot on. It's right, it's free. They do have a, a pay version like ChatGPT, but you don't have to get the pay version. In case you want to check it out, it's called Perplexity AI. Uh, number four, Zillow says that these are the hottest housing markets of 2024. Talking about the Midwest, the Great Lakes, the South are home to most of 24, 24's hottest markets. Buffalo, Cincinnati, Columbus, Indianapolis, Providence, Rhode Island. It just tops the list. It's saying that this, these are the cities that are the most affordable. The average home price in Buffalo, New York, I know it's really cold there, $250,000. That's one hundred grand lower than the U.S. national average of $350,000. Oh, no wonder why people are leaving the big cities. And speaking of Buffalo, oh my gosh, 
What did the daddy buffalo say to the baby buffalo when he grew up and went to college? What did the daddy buffalo say to the baby buffalo when he grew up and went to college? Bison. (laughs) I know, I crack myself up. Uh, Finally, this coming in at number five, robotic pets are here. Samsung has one called Bali that was announced at CES that will follow you around and uh, project videos and stuff like that. I'm going to talk more about all of those CES uh, hot products coming up later on the show. But I want to talk about Sony. Sony has had this robot for so many years, the Avo. It's uh, $2,900. Let's call it three grand. Three grand uh, robotic dog. And you might be thinking, like, is it as good as a real dog to keep me company? Well, the Chichi Medical University in Japan, they did a whole bunch of studies. And this Samsung dog is designed to look like a small penguin, the one that they were testing with. Stands on two feet, a body temperature just like ours. When you stroke the stomach, it's closed its eyes. It makes a breathing sound. Press its nose and it shakes with laughter. The little guy tracks you with a camera, moves its hand to ask for a hug, makes eye contact. So how'd it go? After two months, the love hormone uh, of the folks who were using were 2.2 higher than, than those who didn't own the robot. And those without the robot had twice the level of the stress hormone. So even a robotic dog is good. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Okay, imagine if this were to happen to you. It's just a regular morning. You're getting ready for work when suddenly something's not right. You start feeling incredibly weak. Your vision is suddenly fuzzy and you're super dizzy. It's scary, right? So what would you do? Okay, this is not exactly a what if. This is what happened to Natalie Nasaka from Delaware. And with just moments to spare, she turned to her Apple Watch. And joining us right now is Natalie herself. Wow, Natalie, what an amazing story. Um, When did you first notice that something was wrong? I woke up that morning and ate breakfast. And I was so exhausted that I canceled my morning plans and... uh, just rolled over and went to sleep for about another hour. And then I, around noon, I was like, no, I have to get up. I have stuff to do. There are deadlines to meet. And at the bottom of the stairs, I felt so weak and dizzy and had to pull myself up the stairs by the banister or else I would have uh, fallen backwards. Oh, my gosh. That must have been really frightening, huh? It was. Um, I just assumed it was exhaustion. Uh, Because it's almost the new year and Christmas, and uh, I was preparing for the new semester. Uh, So probably not getting a lot of sleep anyways. So at the top of the stairs, I just went straight into into the bedroom and flopped down on the bed. Gosh. And I actually felt myself sort of drifting away. And that's when this wave of terror came over me. I was terrified and uh, used my Apple Watch to call uh, emergency services. 
Did you did you actually hit any buttons on the watch, or did you just uh, said, "Hey, call nine one one"? No, I don't have Siri set up or anything, so I used the uh, not the crown, but the the side button. Uh, yeah, the side button, and I just held it down, and um, after five or six seconds, I was connected to nine one one dispatch. Wow. And what did you just tell them that you were tired, you couldn't get up and something's wrong and to send the paramedics? Yeah, I I took a step in the dark and I said, this is this is probably CO poisoning and gave my address and lockbox code to get in the door. And he asked if I could get out outside. And I said, no, I'm too weak. There's no energy. So how did you know it was CO2 poisoning? So CO2 is carbon dioxide. Um, carbon monoxide is the is the silent killer. Um, I had a new heater put in in November and had problems with it, with the pilot light going out. So, and the other uh, clues were the fact that I had this dizziness, weakness, um, disorientation, couldn't smell anything. So there was nothing to smell um, and uh, couldn't taste anything in the air. So with those clues combined, that's how I knew it was CO poisoning. Now, did you have any animals in the house? Yeah, my cat, my eight-year-old Tabby. Uh, she was actually laying in bed with me. So, uh, gosh, it's hard to imagine what would have happened if you did not have that watch on you. Exactly, because the phone was downstairs. There was absolutely no energy or life left in me to go downstairs to call 911. And so the, the firefighters show up, and what happened after that? Yeah, the firefighters showed up. Um, they used the lockbox code, uh, so they didn't have to break, break anything down. And uh, they were stomping upstairs. Uh, well, the gears like 200 pounds anyway. <laughs> so they were coming upstairs and shouting fire department. And uh, I couldn't see them because my eyes were closed, but they yanked me out of bed. Yeah, they carried me outside. And there was a whole uh, crew of them. So the one with the, with the monitor, he was shouting from the living room to the fire chief that there were 80 parts per million in the air. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> and then obviously, did you have a long stay in the hospital? About 24 hours in the emergency room and about 15 of them were on high flow oxygen. And then you came back to your house or apartment and Obviously, the heater got fixed while you were gone, hopefully. Uh, as far as I know, uh, I came back around 3 o'clock in the morning. I was lucky to find an Uber. And when I went into the kitchen, um, I saw uh, evidence that there had been PVC pipes cut uh, from the shavings on the kitchen floor going into the utility closet. Um, and it looked like some of the, one of the pipes was uh, rerouted. Um, and then I saw next to the fire, uh, the smoke detector, that there was a CO detector on the wall. 
Which is so important because, as you know, and as you said, it's a silent killer. Having that CO detector in your mm-hmm. home is paramount. And so I, it's probably safe to assume you're not going to take that watch off anytime soon, huh? Just to, just to uh, recharge it. Well, Natalie, thanks for being here and telling your story because I bet we saved a whole bunch of lives and uh, just relaying your experience because it is a deadly killer. And, and fortunately, you had the tech right there to get instant help. Yes, and my cat is doing great. Um, the firefighters weren't able to uh, to capture her to get her outside, but they locked her in the bedroom with an open window. So she was uh, meowing for me when I got home. <laughs> well, that was a great sound, I'm sure. Yes, very welcome sound. Natalie, thanks for being here. I'll tell you, that smartwatch is amazing. All right, let's switch gears. and Let's talk about ice and snow and cold. I mean, you know, what is the magical number that spells trouble for smartphones? It's 32 degrees Fahrenheit. So you need to protect your device from cold weather damage because your phone's lithium-ion battery can lose its juice really quickly in low temps. So a protective case is good, but... An insulated case is even better. These cases are designed specifically to keep your phone snug and warm since most phones work best around a cozy 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, you never want to leave your phone in a freezing car or dropped in the snow. And whatever you do, don't think you're going to warm it up by blow drying it or worse, putting it in a microwave. That is a definite don't. founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. You know, let's talk about Google. Google knows your age, how much money you make a year, your gender, where you live, if you own a pet, uh, what your politics are, and the list goes on and on and on, right? It's been said that there are at least 28,000 different tracking points on each and every one of us. And that number is actually infinite because every time you go online, every time you do something, you add another tracking point. So here's how to see what Google knows about you and how to stop it if you're tired of the tracking. Now, first, when you Google something, Google uses that search to learn more about you. So whatever you type into Google is tracked and put into their databases. It does the same thing when you use YouTube, Gmail, anything else that Google owns. So remember, Google makes a lot of its money by selling ads. Now, you can see what Google knows about you at a special page. You can also remove things that you don't like on that list. And surprisingly... Probably because they don't want the government involved, but Google makes it easy for you to see what they know about you and for you to also stop the tracking moving forward. So to take control back, here's where you go. Adsettings.google.com. Once again, that's adsettings.google.com. Adsettings.google.com. 
All right. Let's see. Robert in Richmond, Virginia. Glad to have you with us. Well, you know, being an old guy, and uh, I remember being a happy man when I got a typewriter back in college that erased backwards 10 spaces <laughs> <laughs> my senior year in business. And I'm doing a business plan, and I keep reading all about this artificial intelligence stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a new business plan, but I haven't done one to incorporate AI into it. And I'm looking for, I guess I need an AI to find the right AI. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny, Robert. So what kind of business are you going to do? Oh, it's a, it's a under, it's not big. We're forecasting about cost is about 700k to start it up mm-hmm. well that's awesome and, it, and it's going to be um, servicing individuals and homeowners and businesses well good for you i mean you know isn't it just a wonderful country that we live in right that we're oh, yeah. we're able to have a concept uh, bring it to fruition and then make it a successful enterprise out of it that can you know, fund your retirement and your vacations and all that other good stuff, as well as leave a legacy for your family. Now, one of the beautiful things about artificial intelligence is that it does really assist when it comes time to write things down uh, and to do analysis. And business plans fall right into that in presentations. Now, oh, yeah. one of the things that I will caution you about is that you can't always trust what AI does. And so you have to really get in there and make sure that the facts are correct if it starts spitting things out. So the whole idea is that you can go to these one, one of these AI business plan generators and then it asks you a series of questions or, or you fill out a, fear, a series of prompts. And then from that, it, it spits out a document that you can then go edit, revise. And, but it's not like you're sitting there from scratch and it's like you have just wrote business plan in all capital letters and bold and underlined on the first page of a Microsoft Word document. And then you sit there and you go, you know what? This looks good. I need a beer, right? Because uh, you're just wondering where to start. So there are a well, couple. I've before, we had to write them back in school. So oh. Well, so then you, you have some experience on getting this yeah, done. This is, not, this is not my first rodeo writing one of these. Well, so, awesome. You know, it's the financials, there's good software out there financial softwares has been around for a long time. And, you know, I took my first programming was on punch cards. I mean, I'm dating myself again, but it's funny how it goes. And it's always garbage in and garbage out. I don't care if they call it AI, a human touched it somewhere. No, oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. So, so here are some uh, sites for you to check out. Okay. Uh, one's called up metrics, up metrics. Uh, it has a business plan editor. It also helps you do financial forecasting. Now, the thing that kind of is a standout for this is that it uh, does some pretty good analytics. And so uh, that's one one for you to check out. Uh, another one's called the Live Plan. Instead of business plan, it's called the Live Plan. And it's kind of more of a, you may not need this. It's a step-by-step to create uh, business pitches and business plans. And then it also gives you insights uh, along the way. And then there's also a, another one called Visme, V-I-S-M-E. I always like to give people three options. Uh, Visme is really, if your business plan is going to have a lot of visual elements, let's get the viz, that's what it is. 
And so it does content creation designs as well as, like I said, it will really do a beautiful type of presentation. So I want to look at Upmetrics, LivePlan, and then VizMe, V-I-S-M-E. And I'm sure you're going to find like this thing is just a total, total time saver. And do me a favor after you select which one, uh, just drop me a note because I'd like to hear how you did with it and which one that you thought was the best one for you. And again, thank you for your call today, Robert. Hey, if you need that list of AI business plan builders, we're going to put that in the newsletters, our free newsletters. So make sure that you sign up over at getkim.com. Once again, that address is getkim.com. All right, let's talk about public phone chargers. Okay, these are these charging kiosks in airports, hotels, and malls. They can be big time savers, but are they really bad for you? I mean, what can happen? Okay, actual cases of juice jacking are rare in the United States, but it can happen through USB connections. You may get some malware you can plug in and somebody can just download everything that's on your phone. So for 100% protection, just stay away from these USB ports, especially when you're traveling overseas. Don't use a cable at all. Uh, More and more public kiosks are using wireless charging, so that's a good thing to do. Now, if you are desperate, you can use a USB connection safely with the right cable. Pack a charge-only cable for your trip, not the one that does data transfers, just a charge-only cable. And don't choose the trust option because I don't want you to get into trouble. And you should always just be carrying, what, an external battery. That's the best way to travel, uh, whether you're here in the United States. So this way you just never run out of juice. If you're going to be on a plane, solar charger is super duper. Because this way, if anytime it has a light, you're getting a little bit more juice there. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Uh, Mary Jo in Indianapolis, glad to have you with us. Well, I have a, a question about um, our church setting up online payments for donations. Okay. We are at St. Nicholas Byzantine Catholic Church, and we're an old congregation. It's 101 years old. Oh, how beautiful. And people are, yeah, and people are getting, you know, up in age. We still just make our donations with a church envelope. You bring it to the church and... Somebody actually physically counts the money, et cetera, and then takes it to the bank to be deposited. But we do have our children, like my grandchildren. My, I have a daughter in Seattle. She would still like to donate mm-hmm. to the church, but there's no easy way to do it rather than her just mailing a check. So we're trying to figure out how how are we going to be able to, um, you know, grade our our are ways to donate to the church. So, you know, you could always put the easy way is you could just put a donation form right on the website of the church. You know, okay. you can accept that through PayPal and PayPal will take a credit card. So if somebody doesn't have a PayPal account, although I think everybody does, not everybody, a lot of people do have PayPal, mm-hmm. uh, that you could just okay. take a PayPal donation like that. Um, if you If you wanted to take it a step further, you could create a QR code uh, so when somebody, I actually saw this at a Catholic church recently, 
because uh, I'm Catholic. Uh, okay. And I saw they, they had a QR code by the candles. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> and so uh, instead of just putting, you know, $2 or $5 to, to light a candle for somebody, is that they're, right. they're, all that was gone. It was just a QR code. <laughs> and the QR code that, you know, you could give $5, $10, $25 or what for those candles. Right, right, right. Because some, sometimes those candles, it all depends on how fast they burn, can yeah. be very expensive. Yeah, and so, also it's easier because not too many of us carry around cash anymore, quite frankly. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. You know, I have a yeah. good friend of mine in uh, Santa Barbara, and we'll go out and, and she'll, and I'll say something, you know, we wanna, I want to buy something, and I, I try to use my phone, and she'll be like, don't worry, I got you, Cam. You know, here's five dollars, you know, or ten dollars, oh. <laughs> whatever it may be. Because I'm like, I just don't carry cash. I'm like, I will Venmo yeah. you that back. Okay, I swear. Um, so when you start looking at this as a project, it's you know, it's it's where you have to look at it. No pun intended. As a holistic solution. Okay. Okay. How much do you want to do this, and how far do you want to take it? Okay. Uh, um. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so it's not just donations from a QR code inside church. Maybe it's on the website. You know, maybe there are things in the gift shop, what, whatever it may be. That right. for now, we're, we're going to try to figure out how to take uh, donations multiple places where maybe we didn't even think about before. And that's where I never thought about that. We do have a gift shop. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's where, you, you know, you, you have to look at every different touch point on at St. Nicholas on, on how, where are the different ways that we can give? I mean, you know, we don't want to put a QR code on St. Nicholas outside. Okay. Cause that's tacky. Okay. We don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. But that would be funny. That would be funny. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but maybe there are other places where you have naming rights, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, and just you know, and then you know, the other thing about a QR code too is that you could have a QR code that would tell a story. So, so what I mean by that is that you know, you you, you could put a QR code on Saint Nicholas. When somebody holds that up, it goes to a video about St. Nicholas and the history of the church. You know, I know we're getting oh off. My. I know I'm getting off of well, the, it's a long history. Yeah. yeah I'm no, getting, I understand. I'm, I'm getting off of just the donations. I'm just saying that, 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 you know, cause we, I just, I was making fun of putting an, a QR code on St. Nick, but, you know, but there are things that you could use that for that would, the younger people would use and appreciate. The younger people, the younger population, right? The young, right? The younger parishioners, right? So, so your, so your basic start is to you could use PayPal to accept these donations. Okay. Now, if you are looking at where you want to process these donations, you want to keep track of the donations. You want to, uh, you know, thank people, and maybe if they're. We call them whales. If there's a whale in the midst, you're like, okay, well, we need uh, to have a new chapel and we're going to do donor matching. Uh, then I want to be able to contact those people so I know who they are. And mm-hmm. uh, so that's where you look at, uh, let me give you three options. One's called donor box, just like it sounds, donor box. Right. Uh, another one's called tithely, T-I-T-H-E. Tithely. Tithely. Okay, sure. And another one's called give 
Lify, give and then L-I-F-Y, Givelify. Um, you know, there's a whole, I, I didn't know this until I got, until I, I became really involved in Phoenix. I go to a place called Mount Claret. Uh, if you're ever in Phoenix, Mount Claret is on the side of Camelback Mountain. And okay. it's primarily a retirement retreat for priests and nuns and deacons. Oh, okay. Okay, it's just sure. It's just beautiful. Let me tell you, Mary Jo, it's just yeah. stunning. And I'm a big supporter of uh, of the church and the chapel there. Yeah. Uh, and and I'll tell you a quick story. Is that so? So uh, Deacon Tom came to me and said, you know, we are we need to redo the chapel. Would you and your husband, you know, help us out? And I, you know, absolutely, you know, what do you guys need? And so this has been, you know, over the last, over several years, we've been doing this. So okay. about three years ago, we were there and it was the deacon and two of the priests and the architect and the person who was in charge of all the donations. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, so um, would you guys like to contribute? And I said, absolutely. And Barry said, yes, of course. And they were showing us all the plans and things like that. Uh, and then I said to them, I said, you know, does this come with naming rights? And they said, yes, of course. What would you like? And I said, well, what I would like is the Kim Commando Confessional, all case. And, okay. Okay. And they just, you should have seen their faces, Mirja. They just went white. They just went white. And then, and then I started laughing. And you could see, like, they were all sudden relieved, like... Oh, yeah, thank, okay. oh, thank God she was kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, they were like, oh, no. Yeah, they're like, okay, so what do we say to this? KKK, Kim Commando confessional. I'm not sure this is going to work, you know. Yeah, so, right, anyway, yeah. It was, it was just a joke. It was just a yeah. joke. Just trying to lighten things up. So yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, take a look at uh, DonorBox, Tidely, and Giveify. And then if you need any help afterwards, wondering, you know, take it to the next step, whatever it may be. Uh, Mary Jo, just give me a call back, but also check out just doing a simple donation form using PayPal. And again, thanks for your call. All right, what would you do if you were lost? Your car runs out of gas. You're in a really dangerous situation and your phone's battery's almost dead. Okay, depending on what's going on, you should immediately call a friend, 911. But I want you to remember something. If you're in danger or you need help and your phone's battery is low, you might want to think about changing your voicemail greeting to give specifics such as where you're located how you're hurt, describe what's happening, the direction you're going. Give specifics about a person or the people who are near you, because here's why. Even if your smartphone's battery is dead, callers will still hear your voicemail. So on your iPhone, tap voicemail, greeting, and then custom. If you're on Android, you can find the option in your phone app. And now I want you to share this know-how with everybody inside your family. And be sure to do me a solid. Tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show because knowledge is power. Just a reminder, you can find me always at commando.com. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. 
Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.